We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out your jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazer Wind and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm on Bovada Sportsbook right now, figuring out who I'm going to bet on to win the 2021 NBA championships. Did I even say my name? My name is Eric Milligan. <laughs> yeah, who do you think is going <laughs> to win it next year, Eric? <laughs> who do I think is going to win it next year? The Portland Trailblazers, yeah. just like the we Portland thought about a month ago. Right, of course, right. Yes, the Blazers. <laughs> With a month and a half ago, a month, month and a half ago, we we did a podcast after winning game one of the first round, and we talked about how we were going to win the title. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Bavada thinks high of them. We'll see. Uh... <laughs> I'll let you know. We're going to talk yeah. about it. We're going to talk we'll about talk it later, later in the show. I've got Bavada yeah. up, all right? But uh, to start out with, we have, we have uh, news and highlights for you guys, of course. And uh, here we go. Uh, the Sacramento Kings have named Alvin Gentry as their associate head coach with head coach Luke Walton. So he's not an assistant coach. He's an associate head coach, which uh, he would not have gotten had he gone to Philadelphia. He would have been a straight-up assistant. He decided uh, maybe to forgo the winning for maybe the respect. So good for him. Mm -hmm. And, Um, I mean, he – a couple guys who won with the Golden State Warriors, so maybe that's what the Kings are looking for. Be the right. next Warriors. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, Giannis Tedenquampo and his brothers Thanasis uh, and Costas will become the first NBA players to appear in an NFL video game. They will appear in Madden 21 in the yard mode. So, cool, man. Congrats. All righty, then. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be in Madden. So when you said they will appear, for some reason, I thought you were going to say, like, they will appear naked. And I was like, what? What's going on? What? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Hope, well, I, yeah, I don't know if Madden's going that far. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Clippers president of basketball operations, Lawrence Frank, has been named the 2019-20 NBA Executive of the Year. OKC uh, General Manager Sam Presti came in second. Pat Riley came in third. Uh, the Lakers, Rob Blinka, came in seventh. And yeah, that's weird because I mean, you, the awards usually the award is usually for the people who made the best trade or made the best signing. And the Clippers got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, so they gave it. Yeah, to but him. they traded away but like Lakers got Anthony their, Davis. Yeah, but the Clippers traded away like what 10, 10 picks to get Paul George. So yeah, I mean, but they did get. You know, they did sign. And the Lakers didn't get any credit for getting Anthony Davis? I guess not. I mean, they got seventh in votes, so. Yeah. Uh, but Noah so where was, uh, Blazers Neil got no votes. He got no votes. Ugh. Terrible. <laughs> Kevin Pritchard, the Blazers uh, GM back from the day, who was with Indiana, he got, he was in 17th. So he got votes, but Neil O'Shea didn't. All right. That's pretty funny. Wow. Well. Wow. Yeah. Come on, Neil. Got to get further up that list next year. All right. Uh, the NBA once won, again. I wonder if he's won the award. Do, do you think he's won the award? I think he maybe has won I, it before. Has he won Do you think he would have won I'm it when they got when they did the Chris Paul trade? That's, I'm going to look up see Neil O'Shea. Yeah, I don't remember if he won it that year or not. of the year. I wonder. 
But is that really on go. him though? He walked into that one because the NBA no. wouldn't allow Chris Paul to go to the Lakers. He he placed third in votes for 2011-2012 NBA Executive of the Year Award. Also, he was responsible for all facets of basketball operations and player personnel moves while with the Clippers. So who he won did that not year? Win, but he came. Who won that year, dude? You're just throwing questions at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me look. Well, I thought you had the list up. up there. 2012. Dude, no, I just had this little Google mom- mention of him. Oh, okay. I see. 2012 NBA Executive of the Year was Larry Bird. What did he what do? What did Larry Bird do that year? Huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, he was 2011-2012 Executive of the Year. Was he with the Pacers or the Celtics? The Pacers, uh, the right? The Pacers, the Pacers, yeah. I don't think he was ever with the Celtics as a general manager, was he? Like he was always with the Pacers. No. No, but he was with the Pacers, but I don't remember what he yeah. did specifically that year. Yeah, I um, looking, I'm looking through the list to see if a Portland actually in 1990-91, the year we made the trade for uh, Buck Williams, Bucky Buckwalder won uh, Executive of the Year, and that's the only time Portland's won it. Um, but uh, R.C. Buford, Masai. Masai Ujiri did not win it. For the Raptors last year, I thought he did. It actually went to John no. Horace to the Bucks. But Masai Ujiri did win when he was with the Denver Nuggets in 2012-2013. But he placed fifth this year in votes ahead of Rob Linka of the Lakers. So despite yes. losing Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, he still finished better in the, in, in the voting than Rob Linka of the Lakers. That's pretty funny. Uh, that's incredible yeah oh man anyways there you go hopefully the blazers can no one can make some amazing move next year and maybe he'll be the gm of the year or the executive of the year next year we'll see uh the nba has once again appeared on televisions in china for the first time since a one-year ban china aired mm. game five the finals on television and they also aired game six and uh so i guess we're back on Friendly enough terms with them that they're airing NBA games again. So maybe the NBA mm-hmm. back for their forgiveness. I don't know. Uh, the NBA and the MBPA yeah. have announced the NBA Foundation Board of Directors. There are eight representatives on the board, including NBA governors, players, and executives from the league office. The NBA Foundation will focus on economic empowerment of the black community through employment and career opportunities. The board members are Harrison Barnes, uh, Ford from the Sacramento Kings, Gail Benson, uh, the governor from the New Orleans Pelicans. Tobias Harris, forward from the 76ers. Michael Jordan, uh, the governor, owner of uh, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Tony Ressler, uh, the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Michelle Roberts, the MBPA executive director. And Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner. As well as Larry Tannenbaum, the NBA board of governors chairman and the governor for Toronto Raptors. So there you go. That's the new board uh, for the NBA Foundation. All right. Kristaps uh, Porzingis Got it. underwent surgery Friday to repair a meniscus injury he sustained in Game 1 of the Mavericks' first-round series versus the Clippers, and there is no timetable for his return. That guy has too much surgery, too many surgeries. He's too young, man. Yeah, he's had a lot of surgeries. Uh, 
too injury prone. It's not a good look for Dallas. I mean, it's a good thing to have Doncic, but no, that's tough, man. When a yeah. big guy like that's hurt. Yeah. And we know all about that being Blazer fans. So, uh, Dallas Mavericks owner, Mark Cuban, uh, who picked up former NBA player, Delonte West at a gas station where he was panhandling has helped West get into a rehabilitation program. Cuban posted an update of West horse riding saying he's taking his first steps towards recovery. And West, who played for several teams, including the Cavaliers and Cubans Mavericks, went down a bad road after getting addicted to methamphetamines and has been homeless and has been seen panhandling and in bad shape. In 2016, he was photographed in public barefoot in a hospital gown, and then this January he appeared in a video bloodied after being attacked in Washington, D.C. So it's good to hear that he's getting the help that he needs. Definitely. Shaquille yeah. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal said Saturday that he has voted for the first time in his life. He registered to vote and he's hmm. voted in the 2020 election, so good for him. Everybody that uh, hasn't What voted took him so long? If you're just I don't want to shame him vote. because he did vote. Yeah. I, I don't want to shame him for not voting earlier in his it, but... Enough or, I don't know, but now well, he's... I'm glad people are taking it more seriously than he's doing it, so that's good. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to wonder why he hasn't. Yeah, I don't right. think he really spoke to that. He was talking about it in his podcast about voting for the first time. I don't know if he really brought up why he has not in the past. Uh, Mike D'Antoni is still the top candidate to become Indiana's next head coach. I wonder I wonder if uh, Bovada does bets on who are going to fill in the the open coaching positions in, you know, in Houston and in, Pel- in New Orleans and uh, in Houston and in uh, Los Angeles for the Clippers. We'll see. Uh, former Brooklyn coach Kenny Atkinson, former Grizzlies coach Dave Yorger, and former Golden State Warriors coach Mark Jackson, as well as Toronto assistant Mike Brown and San Antonio assistant coach Becky Hammond are all in the running for the Pacers job as well. Uh, Tyrone Liu is a top candidate to become the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. So he's also a top candidate for the Clippers and one of the top candidates for the Houston job as well. Also in consideration for the New Orleans job is uh, New Orleans assistant Chris Finch, Kenny Atkinson, Darvin Ham, uh, ex-NBA player Jerry Stackhouse, and of course again Becky Hammond. Good to hear her name on there multiple times. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy remains the top candidate to be the head coach for the Rockets. Tyrone Liu, Sam Cassell. Kenny Atkinson and Mark Jackson are also under consideration. And Tyron Lue remains the top candidate to be the next coach of the Clippers. Chauncey Billups, Jason Kidd, Mark Jackson, Mike Brown, Darvin Ham, and Becky Hammond again are all under consideration. And another big name rumored, Steve Ballmer really wants to try to pull Phil Jackson out of retirement to come back and coach the Los Angeles So we'll see if he's able to do that. Wow. That would be really How old is Jackson Phil Jackson? He's got to be up there, man. I don't know. He's good at taking a bunch of superstars to a championship. He is. But he's he got it. I mean, I'm looking it up. Well, he's 75. That's younger than our Isn't that about the same well, age how, as how our president? Is, that's, wasn't like Greg Popovich like the same age? He's still coaching, right? Isn't he up there? Look. I'm looking him up. He's 71. So, I mean, it's close. So, 
Phil Jackson just turned 75. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Trump is 74, president, so. Yeah, I mean, have to he, get a 12th championship. He could come back. Does he want to? Who knows? We'll see. Well, to, you know, right. Keep our eyes and ears out. Find out. Uh, Danny Green and his wife received death threats via social media after he missed a shot Ooh. to win game five of the finals. So these are, these are threats sucks. from Lakers fans. These aren't like from Heat's fans. These are from Lakers right. fans that were upset that, he, that they didn't win that game in game five. So... I mean, it's one thing to be upset with the game, but the, the put throughout death threats on social media—that's that's, that's uh, the next level, man. And, you know, those yeah, are being investigated so cool. probably by the FBI, and those people are going to be in trouble. So, yeah, that's—I I know what it's like to be a passionate fan, but that is taking you too far. Uh, Carmelo Anthony has confirmed that he will return to play for the Blazers next season. Yeah, he said 100%. 100%. He's returning to Portland. He's going to be a Blazer next season. That's good to hear. What does that mean? I mean, does he know how much money we're offering? I think he's probably going to take a, a cheap contract to stay here. Help I'm fine with that. Team we need to put together. Me too. I'm glad. You know, we need the veteran leadership. And, you know, maybe yeah. you can help us lure somebody else here. Who knows? But yeah, I'm glad to yeah, have him exactly. here. I'm glad to have him here. If people see that he's coming back, people may say, oh, well, Portland's a great place. I want to go play there, too. Right. They'll see how so excited he is point. about Portland, and yeah, and then they'll inspire others to be excited about Portland, too. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, good things. Uh, here's our last piece of news. Former NBA player Nikola Pekovich is in the hospital battling COVID-19. He was in serious condition yeah. and on a respirator. But according to an update by his family members, he is in stable condition now, and he's off the respirator and breathing on his own. And I don't know if you heard this about him, I read an, but apparently after he left the NBA, he became a mobster. And a drug and lord? And a drug lord. I just read this today. I was I like, read what? Online. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, Man, he like wow. Boston hotels yeah. and, a, and a club, and he's, apparently he's a mobster and a drug lord? I don't know, yeah. Reports. But he's in the hospital. He's still in the hospital. He's still in the hospital, but he's off the respirator. He's breathing on his own. Uh, good. You know, he's in stable condition, so that's good to hear. Good to hear. A yeah, better, definitely. A lot better place than, than he was at. Right? We, we got to keep those drug lords alive. You right, know? yeah. I mean, what, what are we going to do without him? <laughs> Anyways, that's Where it. Get for, our drugs? <laughs> that's it for our news and highlights. We're going to move to uh, the games of the week. And, uh, oh boy. <sighs> yeah, it's all over. Yeah, seeing my friend, the one and only, and friend, seeing my friend. Yeah, the Lakers. <laughs> it's uh, over. It's, it's over. over. Yeah, they they yeah they won Tuesday game four one hundred two ninety six, but three one and then Friday. The Heat played a beautiful game uh, to stave off their execution. 111 went away if they won. It was a close game, all game. Uh, and it looked like maybe the Heat were going to have something left in the engine. They brought uh, Drogic back today. This wasn't that. They got destroyed 106 to 93. And that was closer than, I mean, it's, it was not a close game. Um, 
was terrible. No, it wasn't. They were like airballing floaters and missing free throws. Yeah, it was terrible. It was an embarrassment of a, a finals game. Um, it was, especially since game five was so great. It was amazing. I watched that whole game with my son, and the Heat just, they didn't want to lose. They were they played the whole game to put everything on the line. It was basically LeBron versus Butler, and they just went all out. And... Uh, Miami ended up winning that game. It was exciting. And then today, oh. And it's so weird. The Lakers didn't even shoot well from three, and yet they were up 30 most of the game. They just wanted it. They wanted it to be over. So they came out physical and uh, attacked the rim, and they just they built the lead. They played good defense, and Miami just couldn't do it. No. I think it might have been. It was a, disappointing. I think it might have been Very a mistake to bring Drogic back. He's not healthy, and it just threw them off. And uh, you think so? I think so. And uh, yeah, he played 18 minutes. He missed four threes. He had five rebounds and two assists. He had uh, where am I looking here? Where'd he go? Oh, he had only one turnover, so he wasn't like throwing the ball around one steal. But he suddenly wasn't, he took the ball in somewhat out of Jimmy Butler's hands. Yeah, he did. And, you know, Miami, they played their best when Butler uh, attacks, when he has that ball. And, he, and dominated yeah, the ball. Yeah, when he's passing that yeah. ball and, uh, you know, the Lakers win. So he, Butler had eight assists. He had eight assists to go with two turnovers. Right. Yeah, but he needs to be the one. He needs to take control of the game for them to win. And he needs to do that tonight. And the Lakers right. are the champions. And, uh, you know, it's very fitting for 2020. If something go bad in 2020, it does, and that's the worst thing that could have happened in the NBA is for Lakers to win the championship. But uh, I only have one word. Where do you think, Eric? I have one word. What? I have one word. Okay. Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get back to this. We're gonna get back to this in a second. But where do you think uh, on uh, Bovada, uh, the the Heat? are going to be favored to win the championship next year. Are well, they like going to be up there or do you well, think you they're know, just a forgotten? At the beginning yeah. of this restart, they were like they were 2%. A fluke. They were like 3%. They jumped to like 16% when they got to the, you know, and then 32% when, you know, in the finals. A lot of people were saying they're fluked. They're not going to make the finals next year. Um, I say don't count them out, man. I mean. Yeah. You know, it's I, I doubt the you know the Bucks or you know the Raptors or whatever they're going to have another off year, but in the playoffs. But uh, you know, don't count them out. You can guess. You can guess later. But I'm looking at Bovada right now, and the Heat are. Well, what do you think? Where do you think in order are from first to where from first to thirtieth? Where do you think Miami is? I think they're probably around twelve. Oh wow! No, they're seventh. Seventh. Oh, okay. They're seventh. They're fourteen to one odds, actually. But um, we'll get back to that. Um, what's next? Were we going to break down games uh, four and five or three and four? Uh, I mean, four and five, or are we just where we're at? Where are we at here, Chris? I, uh, you know, we're I disappointed. Mean, we can break them down. I'm disappointed, man. It's just going to be. I mean, it's heartbreaking as it is. Uh, I mean, we could go into it if you want, but. You know, the Lakers, the Lakers won. LeBron's we're, MVP. We're around the NBA Woo. with Chris and Eric, and we don't want to go around we the don't, NBA. We don't. Yeah, we're done, man. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to talk about how great the Lakers Season's are. Season's over. I'm ready for season three to, uh, you know, or 
third season to start, so. <laughs> shouldn't we just be, shouldn't we have like a 20, 30 minute analysis of how great the Lakers are? No. I, no. no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I think they've had enough of that. You know, I'm just glad, I'm glad they, I'm glad they didn't, I'm glad they didn't win in game five though, with the mama jerseys on. As mean yeah. as that sounds. Game five was like one of the best playoff <laughs> games ever. Yeah, I finals know. games ever. That was a finals game. Right man. down to the wire. That was a finals game. I thought I thought tonight was going to be like I that thought it too. Was too. I wasn't sure the Heat would win. I thought the Heat I were going to put it all another on another close game. Yeah, I thought the Heat were going to leave it all on the floor, man. I thought that, you know they were going to bring it all, leave their hearts on the floor, and it was going to be a decide at the buzzer again. But no, man, I couldn't be farther from the truth. It was just a blowout. From the beginning, it's sad. Well, what else we got, Chris? Well, we got our. Uh, Is that the end of our finder, news and highlights? Oh well, well, before we get to Streak Finder, um, <laughs> we're so depressed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah oh, we don't want to talk about. We don't want to talk about the Lakers winning the. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the Lakers, and we're we're around the NBA with Chris and Eric. Yeah. Just kind of, we're going to go around the Lakers. On our, but no, um, before we go to Streak Finder, I wanted to, uh, like we were saying, look at the odds now for next right, year. Right. What are the odds for next year? I'm looking at Bovada right here. And um, let's see. Uh, and okay, who do you think's favored to win next year? The Lakers. Four to one odds. Who do you think is second? The Bucks. The Clippers, the, oh, the nine Clippers. to two odds. Wow! And then the Bucks. Who do you think is third? The Bucks, Bucks, eight to one. Then who do you think's next? The Raptors. The Warriors, nine the, to one. Really? Then yeah, I, mean, I know the they're going to have Stephen gonna Curry and Clay Thompson back, but Dray yeah, but they're not going to be still. They're missing a lot of pieces, though. Yeah, but they're missing so Wiggins, many pieces, though. All their rookies from last year. I don't know. Maybe uh, their their pick this year. Well, we'll then see. they got the Celtics at twelve to one. They got Brooklyn at twelve to one. They wait, got wait, 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 Brooklyn that high? Oh, because Durant and they have Durant Kyrie and Kyrie Irving. Irving. Wow. Yeah. Miami Heat fourteen to one. Toronto Raptors sixteen to one. Denver, you know, chime in if you think it's uh, like you said with the net. If, you, if you're surprised, yeah. The Denver Nuggets twenty to one. That makes sense. Makes sense. Rockets twenty two to one. What? Philadelphia, which was they probably be the a lot. Of the list. Philadelphia. Why are they giving the Rockets so much credit? A, I don't know. Philadelphia was like considered one of the favorites last year. They're only twenty five to one this year because they keep crashing. Then you have Dallas, no also no twenty five to one. Then you've got the Portland Trailblazers. At forty to one, so should we make a bet now? Forty to one. We keep saying we're going to make a bet someday. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. Then uh, the Pelicans, fifty to one. The Utah Jazz, fifty to one. So hey, hey we're we're ahead of the, the Jazz, Jazz and the Pelicans. That's good. The Phoenix Bubble Suns, sixty to one. Oklahoma City Thunder, seventy-five to one. The Atlanta Hawks, one hundred twenty-five to one. Wow. Yes, the Chicago Bulls one twenty-five to one. The Indiana Pacers one twenty-five. Wait, the Pacers to one. are below the, the Hawks and the Bulls. What? They're the same. The Hawks, Bulls, and oh, Pacers are all one twenty-five to one. That's crazy. The Pacers should be ahead of them. That's crazy. All right. 
right? Memphis Grizzlies, 125-1. to 1. Washington Wizards, 125-1. to 1. So they're all in the same. Then right. you got the Minnesota Timberwolves, 250-1. to 1. Then you've got the Orlando Magic, 250-1. to 1. Then you got Sacramento Kings, 250-1. to 1. Then this is surprising. If you are surprised you haven't heard their name yet, the San Antonio Spurs, 250-1. to 1. Why are they so low? They're considered That's the crazy. worst team in... Bovada's got them as the the worst team in the West here. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers at 350 to 1, the Detroit Pistons at 350 to 1, the New York Knicks at 350 to 1, and then Charlotte Hornets 500 to 1. So should we place money on the Knicks and hope they trade for Chris Paul and Victor Oladipo somehow? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Hornets are you know, getting picked on again. Yeah, they're the going to be the worst last dead. year. They weren't the, the worst team this year, though. They actually, yeah, they were okay. Expected. And now they're getting yeah. picked on again. What do you think about Port? What do you think about Portland's Bavad odds? Forty to one, fair? I think it's fair. I, you know, they have us at third. We're thirteenth on their list. You know, Blazers are always about beating the odds anyway. So no matter what they are, I, you know, the Blazers are a team that's about beating the odds. So um, I have to learn how to place these bets too, because it says. Yeah. It says um, November 18th at 4 o'clock. So is that when I have to place my bet by? Oh, I guess so. I have to, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I got a job, by the way. Kind of. Well, I have I have a job interview. I'm, uh, I say on this podcast, right, that I'm uh, in Anacortes, Washington. I was like, I should get a job while I'm out here. And I looked at various places and then I looked at this mental uh, health care facility in Cedro Woolley, Washington, called Telecare. And um, I applied online thinking I'd never hear from them, you know, because I don't trust if I don't get to go see them in person, I doubt they're going to respond. They responded right away. We had an interview on the phone, and now I'm going in for an interview at the place. So I may be going in and being like a peer support person at a mental health facility. So that could cool. be really cool. I thought you were going to say, like, you're so, going to be an yes. orderly or something. What's that? An orderly? <laughs> yeah, you're going to be, like, an orderly or something. Uh, yeah, it might come down to that. No, but... Um, yeah. But you're going to be a nice one, right? You're not going to be, like, those reason. evil dudes in the, in the movies and shows that are always mean to the, the patients. You're going to be nice, right? What made me bring this up? We were talking <laughs> about gambling. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about money. About money. And so, <laughs> talking about money made me think, of, oh, I might get a job where I make money. I mean, I don't know if I should be like talking about this on my podcast, but I will. Um, so then I also applied for a waiter job. Oh, yeah. To right. wait tables at a did, restaurant. Did, just didn't you? Or, I'll tell you, were you going to be a work at a hotel? I was. They didn't hire me. I was like oh, too wow. late to get the night shifts. They only had morning shifts available, and I thought, I'm not working at 7 didn't hire Eric Mulgan? What's wrong with them? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but then I talked to these nice guys at this nice seafood restaurant around the corner. And um, they were really nice. And they seemed to suggest that if I didn't, you know, that if I didn't get this other job that I, that I kind of want, that I could come work part-time for them. So by our next episode, you know, there will definitely be news in the life of Eric Milligan. What's the life of Chris Craig right now? Uh, teaching school from home. Uh, you know, going into a couple days a week to school and teaching from there over the computer, teaching at home over the computer. Uh, just trying to figure out uh, how to do that with my son's also doing school online at home. So we're trying to balance that out and 
So far, it's been. Do going you have well. like your own? Yeah. How do you guys? I, I I've been to your place. I don't remember it being that big. Yeah, it's not a big apartment. Um, how do you have room for where you teach and where he he learns? Well, I I was only in there real quick. I don't yeah. remember it very well. Well, the thing it usually does it in the in the living room. Sometimes I'll do it in the bedroom, or I, I can go. Um, downstairs where there's a library downstairs and I can go in there and it's perfect. Oh, well. okay. There's, okay. it's filled with children's books. So it's perfect. Uh, for oh, a preschool oh. teacher to go down there and I have, I can read whatever I want. And, um, it's a good setup for, you know, it's great on the computer. So what are you doing in your, what are you doing in your classes on the computer? Like, what do you, do you see kids that you are teaching? Yeah. So we, you know, we read books, we sing songs. Um, you sing songs. Yeah. What songs do you sing? Uh, we sing. <laughs> I want to hear a song. We sing the friend. We sing the streak, streak, <laughs> We sing the friend song. We sing. We sing "It's a Bitsy Spider." We sing "Happy If You Know It." Wait, wait, wait! You mean like "I'll Be There For You"? That song? No, not that song. No. You said the friend song. Yeah, we call it the friend song. Yeah, friends, oh, friends, oh. one, two, three. All my friends are here with me. You're my friend. You're my friend, you're my friend, friends, friends, one, two, three. You know, yeah, I'm going to keep my day job. Well. Oh, my gosh, that is so <laughs> sweet. Yeah, I know I'm not a great Chris singer. Craig, but, the uh, now, no, what age do you teach? Uh, preschool. Preschool. Yeah. And you've been doing this for a while, right? For five years, five, six years. Wow. Wow. I've been in I've been uh, oh, in education great. for over ten now. Wow! Yeah, that's great, man. So um, now let's go to a streak finder, right? Yeah, streak finder, streak finder, <laughs> streak finder, <laughs> stathead.com. We pay for streak finder. We better do streak finder. Yeah, yeah. We did a I'd couple pay, special uh, ones the last few weeks but we're going to go back to i think what we regular what we do we're going back basis. to stathead.com which yeah. um and i'm not saying stathead.com because they're giving us money i'm saying stathead.com because i'm giving them money you're giving them, <laughs> I'm money. Giving them <laughs> about eight dollars a month so that we can do our little streak finder right um do you have an idea for streak finder this week oh man uh i did it last week man or you want me to do it <laughs> what so I did it last week, man. All right, I'll do it this week. Okay, here we're gonna go. We're gonna go all time. We're gonna go NBA. We're gonna go playoffs. We're gonna go turnovers. It's probably gonna be a star player, but we're gonna do at least. We're gonna look up turnovers. What? At least seven turnovers in the playoffs. Get results. Here comes the streak. And it came really fast. I don't know, awesome. but it's like, ugh, already a subscriber, log in for full results. Okay, I got to log in here. Oh. <laughs> hopefully I remember my, <laughs> hopefully I remember so my password. Oh, my oh, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, my right. God, oh, my God, oh, my awesome. God, oh, my God. Who is number one on the list with a three-game streak of three consecutive playoff games? With at least seven turnovers, he did it in 2017. With at least seven. Who turnovers? has the ball all the time? 
What's James? our favorite guy? He always is James good. Harden. No, James, James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. James Harden's Mr. Snapman. Yeah. Um, then they list 19 guys who've done it in back-to-back playoff games. There's one Blazer. Uh, they list him second, actually, Damian Lillard. From April 17th to April 19th, 2018. So that would have been in the series with um, the Pelicans. Yeah, there was a lot of turnovers in that um, series. He had sure. back-to-back games with too many turnovers. Then LeBron, Magic, Michael Jordan, Paul Pierce, Harden did it again. Derrick Rose, Mitch Richmond. Hello. Um, oh, wow, Mitch Richmond. <laughs> Dwight Howard, <laughs> Dwayne Wade, Dwight Howard, Kevin Johnson, Phoenix Suns. Darren Williams, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, John Wall, Steve Nash, Mark Jackson, Chris Webber. Come on, Chris Webber. You can't be turning the ball over Come sometimes on, in a row. Back-to-back games. You gotta, yeah, got to take care of so the ball, man. So that's a streak man. finder. Support for Around the NBA with Chris Nurek is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments, Provide you the best tools for grooming experience. Uh, I know I've uh, nicked my family jewels uh, more than once uh, going down there. So I know I'm not the only one hesitant to go down there with a trimmer. Uh, but that's not something you have to worry about with Manscaped. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0 uh, offers a precise and gentle trim, leaving you smooth and happy. Uh, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, the Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by manscaped when i tell you this is premium i mean premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave and the waterproof technology allows you to groom while you're in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quick stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because the intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. And if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NBA20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NBA20. Your balls will thank you. What's our question? All right, well, we have... Six questions today. Thank you for submitting your questions as always. And the first one is, yes. when does free agency signing start? Can we make trades yet? Ukraine fan. Um, can we make trades yet? I think it's December. I don't know what the, I know that free agency, I think they said it's going to be about December 1st. Yeah. So the, um, yeah. So the trades, I draft, think you can make whenever you want, right? No, I don't know when you have to wait till the draft. You have to wait till the draft at least. And the draft is not till November, right? The middle of November. And then free agency, I believe will be at the very end of November, very beginning beginning of December. A Bovada 
I'm back at them now. They uh, the the date for the betting was November 18th at 4 p.m. I wonder if that is the uh, the 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 day of the draft. Maybe that's why they have that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I wonder if they do. Do they so, do draft the draft picks like bets on uh, who will go number one or whatever? I wonder if they do that. Not that I not that I can find, but. I, I know we looked this up in our last podcast too, but I'm looking it up again. Yeah. So I know they do yeah, a lot of different kinds is, of bets and stuff. It's November 18th. So the Bovada bets are maybe you have to make them before the draft or the day of the draft, or maybe the day of the draft is the first time you can play, place the bet. I don't know. But um, okay, if you go to Bovada, you can uh, figure it out for us. Place a bet on the Blazers. Place a bet on the Hornets. That's what you got to do. You got to think <laughs> Hornets are going right. to pull off blockbuster trade. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, okay, more questions. So thanks for your more questions. Fan. Our second question is from Tom. He asks, he says, "Yay, the Lakers won it all." But what are some positive takeaways from the NBA bubble? <sighs> well, I'll say yeah, uh, no COVID nineteen cases. You know, you got one hundred and seventeen regular that season games, incredible. one playing game, eighty three playoff games. That's two hundred and sixty games total in the bubble. No COVID cases. We did COVID-free. The NBA proved they could well, do we it. we were worried that, like, we always said, like, oh, it'll get to the finals and LeBron will get COVID and it'll ruin it. But it didn't happen. We made it. It happened. Like, you always told way. me. You said it was happening. Yep, I told you it's going to happen. It's going to go all the way. What was the question, though? What's the question? Uh, what are some positive takeaways from the NBA bubble? Oh. I mean, just so the fact that there was no COVID test, no COVID test like and all the, with all the games and that it worked. It was successful. As a Blazers fan, we were given a chance to make the playoffs. We did it. We got to play in our fir- the first ever play-in game, and we and won. won it. We yeah. got to win a game against – we got to see our team beat the Lakers. And go up 1-0. Um, yeah. Those were First positives. Time we were 1-0 over the we Lakers. Got to see, <laughs> we got to see an entire playoffs. Um, we got to see upsets like the Bucks being beaten by the Heat and the Nuggets beating the Clippers. So it wasn't boring. They were exciting. You know, uh, we got to see the 50-point duels between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Um, we had a big uh, buzzer-beating game winner by Anthony Davis. We got to see the five-seed go all the way to the finals. Oh, the now Celtics? we need to find out. Yeah, Now we need to find out um, who – oh, what was he thinking? I was thinking we've got to figure out – I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. What's the next question? Uh, this one's from Chase, and he asks, do the Blazers have too many young projects and not enough veterans? Well, what are our projects? Gabriel and Little and Simons? And Horde. And Moses Brown and Horde? I don't think most of them. But our veterans are Lillard and CJ and uh, Carmelo and Trevor Ariza, and I say we have right. a good balance. Actually, um, we tried yeah, bringing in, we brought in the so ultimate, long. we brought in the ultimate. I mean, could we use another veteran? Yeah, we could. Pau Gasol. Like, uh, right. I mean, we brought in Pau Gasol. He never plays. He ditches us. He says yeah. he's going to come back and be a coach, and then he starts talking about playing for the Lakers. Yeah, 
And then he joined the Spanish team instead. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a good balance. So yeah, not 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 too not too many. Thanks, Chase. Uh, this one's from Jake. He asks, he says people keep talking about Dame's window closing. What is his window exactly, and when will it close? The window's now, and I don't think it'll close for a while. Um, he he specifically said, let's see, he just played his eighth NBA season. Yes, and he was quoted. I'm gonna find the quote. About where Damian Lillard said, you know, well, I'm just going to keep plugging away and maybe in my 11th season, it'll click and we'll go to the finals. And Zach Lowe said, in Portland? And he said, in Portland. Nice. I'm looking it up to get the exact, I mean, I think I said the quote almost, but so that would be in three years. So maybe that's when his, his window opens yeah. in three years. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find, where does he say this? It was an interview with Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe put him in. And uh, uh, I don't know. But he said something like his 11th season. And what was it for um, for, uh, Dirk Nowitzki? What year was that for him? I don't know. When he finally won the title? I'm looking it up. Quite a few, though. He he Dirk. Been in the league a long yeah. time before he Dirk Nowitzki got, got into the league in, in 1998. And it was what, 2005? It was 2011 11. that he won the title. That's right. So it was his 13th season. And Dame is going into his ninth. So we got two more years. So I'd say he's got a good four, four or five years coming up here. So we got two more years till we win the championship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before you, four more, we got we got four more years, well, that, five more years to win the. Well, that brings us to our next question. Carlos asked, "Can you guys predict when the Blazers will finally win another championship?" I am tired of waiting. Next year. Next year. We're gonna win it all. <laughs> it's always next year. <laughs> always next year, man. Wait until next year. There's always next year. Yeah, there's always next year. And our last question is from Wayne. He says, "He asks, will the Lakers repeat next season?" I, uh, we just said the Blazers are going to win. So no, right? But I'd put a, <laughs> I don't know, man. Lakers are probably going to be better next year because they know they can do it. LeBron doesn't look like he's getting old. He certainly has the biggest window in the history of the NBA. He seems to be, his career has been one big window. Um, But they're probably going to like, like you saw him talking to Jeremy Grant after that oh, Nuggets man, series. Okay, it's they- like, I think he's retiring. With, he wants to retire with the Nuggets, though. If he goes to the Lakers, man, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna be so upset. But you but, know, um, you know, LeBron's always recruiting other players, so who knows who will come to the Lakers next year? You know, but to join yep. the super team and try to win, you know, win one easy. So, but yeah. you know, I don't think that you know Neil will improve the team on some level, right. or at least we'll have uh, Trevor Reese and Zach Collins back, right? And maybe we'll have a chance against the Lakers next year. You know, and I think the East, you know, the Bucks had an off year in the playoffs with Giannis getting injured, and they just weren't there. But I think they'll be back next year better than ever. I think Toronto will be just as good next year. Uh, the Boston will be even better next year. They'll probably get some more pieces. So um, it's going to definitely be harder for the Lakers to win next year than it was this year. Um, yeah. You know, when the Lakers did benefit from a lot of injuries – 
on their path to the championship in these playoffs. To played an injured. That's kind of always. But they that's did. That's kind of always the case, though. They played an injured Blazers team in the first round. They did. We didn't have Lillard for Game Five. Maybe right. we would have won Game Five Maybe if we, we had Lillard. Have. And we were with other, a lot of other players. We didn't have Zach Collins. You know, we we didn't have Nas. So, um, and then they played the Rockets in the second round, who were crap anyways. But then they were without House, who got kicked out of the bubble. And it was a big. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was big for their team. He's one of their main scorers, one of their best three point shooters. Yeah. And they were winning yep. when he was there, and then when when he as soon as he left, they were losing. So, Lakers got that benefit. They didn't. They played a very tired Nuggets team, um, who just got done with two seven game series and just did not have anything left in the tank. And then of course, you know, game one against the Heat, you know, Dragic goes down, Bam Adebayo goes down, Butler gets hurt, but he comes back. But then you know you got Bam Adebayo missing three games, Dragic missed like four games. He came back finally, but wasn't healthy, they probably should get them out anyway, but um, there's so many injuries benefiting the Lakers. So, I mean, they probably won't get that, you know, as much of a benefit next year from injuries as they did this year. I think they got pretty lucky with that, but they're a good team, and they're going to be better next year, and they might repeat. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And that's what we got. Uh, so thank you. That's all of our questions. Thank you for submitting your questions for Around the NBA with Chris Eric. If you'd like to submit questions, for next episode, you can always do so at our Twitter page out with MBA. You so on our Facebook around the MBA, Chris and Eric Facebook page, or the Blazers Forum Facebook page, or of course at ripsa2.com on Sundays. There's always a thread there for your questions. Thank you for listening, and as always, go Blazers. Go Lakers. What? I mean, Blazers. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just check it to see if you're listening. With the dopest. I was in the stew all night with Marsh Ambrosius. You gon' say you always had it rockin' like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limits.